Hello, beautiful souls. I'm your host, Nicole Nashi, and welcome to the Intuition Age. My intention for this podcast is to cultivate a sacred space where we can collectively evolve into higher states of conscious and self-awareness. I believe that the sustenance and purpose of our being is already located within the depths of our souls. We just have to rediscover and realign with it. It's time to go inward to find all the answers, clarity, and knowledge we seek. So let's journey within. Welcome to the Intuition Age, or welcome back if you are a returning soul. This episode is all about the divine power of meditation, the power that guides, awakens, and empowers us. For me, meditation has been a transcendent practice. It has activated a portal into my essence and reconnected me to my whole multifaceted, multidimensional self. To be, to just be present, aware, and still is an embodiment that holds significant power. We attune to our deep inner knowing, become boundless, and ignite profound strength within. In my meditations, I feel great compassion and gratitude for my entirety. I have the beautiful Christina Ariana here. She is such a light in this world, guiding others to whole self-healing. She is currently creating this amazing meditation community where individuals can connect and support one another on their journeys towards mindful and intentional living. This is an extraordinary conversation. We share our personal transformations and elevations since implementing consistent meditation practices into our daily routine. We discuss light body activations, divine visitations, consciousness, and out-of-body experiences. Together, let us awaken through meditation. Hi, Christina. Welcome to the Intuition Age. How are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing so well. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to share all about meditation and how it's changed my life. This is such an incredible topic. I'm so happy we were able to brainstorm this together. So yeah, to start, why don't you talk about how you came into meditation and started your meditation practice? Sure. So it was a couple of years ago, I was in the middle of college and I was actually dealing with test anxiety and my mom suggested that I start meditating to just kind of calm my energy. And I would notice just, I would get into this state when I would be taking exams and I just wouldn't even be breathing. So I started using, I think it was the Calm app. And um, that's when I just fell in love with meditation. And I started to realize the power of focusing on my internal world and focusing on my thoughts. And I started to be mindful of my breathing and notice how, oh my gosh, when I breathe, I can think. When I'm not breathing, I can't think. And um, it was just an amazing shift in energy. I went from someone who was really tired and stressed and burnt out and honestly directionless. I remember that was a time in college where I was so confused on what major to pick. And I just like didn't know what I was doing. And then once I started meditating, I had this relationship with myself where I started to know who I was and know what I wanted. And I knew sort of the pathway of how to get there. And meditation just created a lot of clarity for me in general. Wow. What an amazing story. It's, I have a few points. First, so many of my guests that come on the show, I feel like we all go through some sort of disconnect during our college years. And that honestly leads to our awakening or our immersion in spirituality and mindfulness and meditation. And yeah, your journey, I resonate with it. I actually went to my first meditation class when I was in first year because I also was dealing more difficulty with like transitioning from high school to basically adulthood, living by myself in college. And 
I just remember being in my first meditation class and it was an hour long, which is actually quite long for your first meditation ever. <laughs> but yeah, wow. it, it was quite, it was quite extensive, but we sat up for 30 minutes and then we were lying down for 30 minutes. And I just remember feeling so present, so connected. And I was just being like all of my worries and all of the tension that I had from like transitioning to university and just, again, exams. I feel like so many of us struggle with exam stress. And I just, I remember just lying there and being like, what the hell? Like, why hadn't I been practicing meditation up to now? Like the past 18 years, it took me 18 years to just be still and just be present and to finally feel so whole. So I really resonate with your story. Okay, so meditation. So you, in the years that you've been doing it then, what type of shifts have you been noticing to your mindset, to your physical body, to your spirituality? So the first thing I notice is the clarity of decision-making. When I'm consistent with my meditation practice, I make decisions so fast and so easily. I know what I want. I know what's right for me. It's just this feeling of confidence in myself and my decision-making. And that's the first thing that's really beneficial. Um, Another thing is my creativity is just like extremely high from meditation. I feel like I've unlocked like a new realm of creativity. Um, And that's when I actually started writing. So I am an author and I just published my first book and I really, thank you so much. We'll be linking it in the show notes below. Okay, perfect. Um, Yeah. So I started writing, I, I write pretty much every day. It's just something that comes naturally to me. I definitely feel like everyone has their own creative genius inside of them. And when you start to tune out everything that's going on in your outer reality and you just tune into your inner reality, you'll start to activate that creative genius and have the ability to create more. And I've definitely found that with meditation too. So going back, when you first started meditating back in college, did you maintain a consistent meditation practice or have you only been consistent recently with it? Or has it been like waves, consistent and then time off and then consistent? It's been waves. So right now I've been consistent for about two months and I it's my goal to just stay consistent for the rest of my life. And what's been happening now is like I go into a silent meditation and this morning I was in it for 22 minutes and I will just stay in that moment until I am in love with the present moment. And that's my goal is to just create that habit of just not wanting to get up, not wanting to start my day, not wanting to do anything else, but sit and be with myself. And that's just a feeling that it's indescribable. It's Mm -hmm. so amazing. And it's like, it doesn't beat anything I've ever experienced, really. Like I've traveled to Europe, I've done crazy fun things. And like the feeling I get when I'm just sitting in my internal world, that like blast of just like pure love for the present moment is, I don't know, how did I even describe it? (laughs) It's really, really nice. So um, at this point, I've been consistent with it. And knowing that I get that feeling and um, that I obtain that state every morning is what really helps me consist- stay consistent with it. Um, I did have a period of time where I really liked guided meditations and I was doing those in the morning. So, but right now I'm doing a silent meditation and it's working really well for me. I know the exact feeling you're talking about, but there's no human words to describe that feeling. It's just almost like a full body resonance. And you you know when you feel it, like your whole body just, it's like presence almost. Like the soul presence just enters you and stays with you. And you feel so centered and so, so interconnected with yourself, but also with the universe and everything and everyone around you. It's again, like indescribable in human words. You just have to feel it. Yeah. And so many of, there's so many benefits to having that experience because in that moment you don't have a desire for anything and so many of the blessings that are calling and coming into our field throughout our day-to-day are blocked by the resistance we have for that wanting because when you really 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 want something 
you create that resistance for it. But when you instill that emotion of presence and you're able to just be with yourself, you're able to kind of like release any blocks that have been holding you back from letting those blessings into your life. And um, that's just super powerful for manifestation as well. So you obviously probably experience different sensations during all of your meditations. Like I feel like no meditation is 100% alike, but I'm just wondering what are some sensations that you feel when you're meditating? Like, for example, do you actually feel where your blockages are located energetically? Do you feel like new universal life force coming through you when you're meditating? Do you feel grounded with the earth? Like, let's just describe some of the sensations you felt. Mm, yeah, it, I do agree that there's so many different types of meditations and you experience different sensations every time. Um, I would say lately it's been just like I feel this clear channel of light just like in my body and I'll just feel this. It's more like warm, tingly, just like presence. Um, but I've definitely had experiences. I feel more grounded. I consider my workouts a meditation. Um, I focus a lot on grounding when I'm at the gym and just focusing on where my feet are and grounding into the earth and grounding my energy and kind of doing energy work while I'm moving my body and working out that way. Um, I do feel like in order to experience some of those sensations, it's all about the type of intention you set before you meditate. So um, lately I've been setting the intention of just clearing my consciousness and creating a new slate. So I feel like that's where I'm getting that sensation of that like clear channel throughout my body. Wow. And I, I agree completely with working out. I, I do a lot of mindful movements. I like to call them whether it's strength training or yoga or even just stretching just getting reattuned and reconnected to the physical body and reconnecting all aspects of myself, my emotions to my physical body, my soul to my physical body, you know, my mental body to my physical body. So I definitely resonate heavily with that. So, okay. I definitely want, cause this has been a meditation journey for you when you first started, obviously you weren't experiencing some of these sensations or awakenings, or we're going to discuss later, even like visitations during meditations. So at what point did you start noticing these shifts happening? Was it instantly at your first meditation or just like when throughout your journey? No, it was definitely not instantly. I would say, I would say for about two years, my meditations were strictly like mental probably just strictly like I I want to focus on my breathing I want to calm down I want to relax like it was something it wasn't very spiritual it wasn't anything like esoteric it was just me I didn't even think I was like feeling super present at that time either like I was just trying to get through college like trying to pass my exams and I would say they didn't get to, I had my first out-of-body experience after I graduated from university. So I was 22. Um, I was in a yoga studio and that's when I started doing yoga nidra. And yoga nidra is a form of meditation practice and it's a 45 minute meditation. And they basically the goal is to have your brain in theta state, which if anyone listening isn't familiar with that state is, it's basically, it's the state where you're about to fall asleep, but like you're still aware of your body, but you're not actually asleep. So your mind's awake, but your body is still sleeping. So um, I was practicing that and that's when I really started writing and I really started getting more creative and I was actually in a vinyasa yoga class one Saturday. I think it was a Saturday morning, maybe Sunday. It was definitely on a weekend. And I was doing this, um, this flow and we got to the end. We got to the savasana and I'm laying down at the end of my meditation or the end of the class. And I just remember all of a sudden I looked down and could see the whole yoga studio 
Like I could see my body lying on the yoga mat. I could see like the people all in the class. I could see the room and it was just so interesting. Like I just remember looking down and being like, oh my gosh, like that's like my body. Like where, like where am I? And then I remember just looking up and seeing these waves and these channels. And there was just this infinite amount of places that my consciousness could go. And it was this really, really peaceful, blissful feeling. And I just felt very light, very free, very unlimited, definitely unlimited. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember like the yoga studio, the instructor, she called us back into our body and she asked us to like wiggle our fingers, wiggle our toes. And I remember like looking back down at my body and being so excited to just be me. And I remember just wanting all of it. Like I wanted to experience the happy, fun moments with my friends. I wanted to experience hanging out with my parents. I wanted to experience graduating from college. And then like even the stress, like I wanted the stress. I wanted the heartache. Like I wanted all of it. Like, and it was just this big gratitude and this huge like wave of excitement to just like channel my consciousness back into my body and like wiggle my toes and wiggle my fingers and just open my eyes and come back into the yoga studio. It was the most exciting thing for me to do as unlimited consciousness. And that was a huge perception shift for me, a huge shift in my energy because after that, I had this realization that every single moment is so precious to this part of me, this part of me that is unlimited, this part of me that has the choice and the freedom to be any form of life it desires. It really truly desires being in this one moment. Like even as people are listening to this podcast, like it's just all intended by this higher energy that's within you for you to experience every moment that you experience. And I just remember that day, like everything was so bright. Like the colors were so vivid. I remember like looking in the mirror and being like, Oh my gosh, that's me. Like I was just like excited about everything and happy about everything. And I would say like, if, everyone could experience that feeling and know what it's like to truly know that you choose every single moment you're in and that every single thing in this life is serving you and every single thing in this life is wanted by you. I believe that like knowing that has helped me experience things so much deeper. Like I find myself, I mean, after that moment, I found myself diving into life so much deeper. Like if something would happen to me, I feel like I would used to, you know, if something upsetting would happen to me, I would probably try to avoid it or try to ignore it. But then after that meditation experience, I was like, I want to dive in. Like I'm here to experience the lows. I'm here to experience the highs. And I would just want to be as present as I possibly could for everything. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless. That was incredible. Wow. So I do, I have some questions and I just want to give a personal experience that is similar to that one as well that I actually Ooh, experienced yes, I recently. But first, so prior to this experience, this out of body, like it was remote viewing you were doing, right? I guess you would call it that. Yeah. Um, were you, so first of all, as you were remote viewing then, did you feel any fear or, you know, cause especially if that was your first time remote viewing and you saw your human body just lying there, were you scared? Were you trying to go back? Were you trying to make sense of it? Or were you just immediately present with it and just being with it? I wasn't scared. I remember, um, cause at the time when I was meditating just on my own outside of the yoga studio, I would start to have like little tiny moments of like 
pure presence. And then I would realize, oh my gosh, I reached it. I did it. I'm present. And then as soon as you like give your attention to the fact that you're present, you go back and you're back in your thoughts. So I kind of like was practicing at that time, just like the non-attachment and just the flow and just letting things be. So I feel like it came at just like a perfect time where like I was ready for it. I didn't, I wasn't really scared or, um, and even like talking about it, like, I feel like it doesn't do it justice because it's just this, like this whole experience that I don't know, in my mind, it feels like I was remote viewing for like an hour or like two hours, even like, it feels very long when I think about it. So um, it was definitely just like bliss and good feelings for sure. And you really need to create that space where you can be present and just be free and open and receptive to remote viewing or any other type of just awakening that you're having as you're meditating. So I think a lot of that also had to do with the fact that the yoga teacher just opened the sacred space for all of you just to be free and just to let go without any type of judgment for yourself or anyone around you. So yeah, I I wanted to mention that just because I feel like a lot of people, well, also you don't need to be in a yoga studio. You could do this at home, but just create a safe, sacred space for you to be able to just let go and be mm-hmm. present and be non-judgmental with yourself and the experiences that you'll be experiencing. Just yes, so I feel important. like that is that is a really good point. I feel like it could have to do with the group dynamic and just the fact that the yoga instructor created that space. Yeah, definitely. If you have the opportunity to meditate in a community, I do feel like it's a little bit different than when you're alone. I feel like you can do things like this when you're alone too, but yeah, I definitely feel like this space matters and setting the intention, being intentional about like if you're going to have crystals, if you're going to sage the space and how you're going to like set the tone for your meditation. Definitely. And okay, so I had an experience, a remote viewing experience recently. I've had a few, but this one just felt a bit different. I, because of the pandemic, and I feel like it's just a collective energy, I have been feeling a bit stagnant. I feel good. Like I feel really good now, but this was probably back in like October, November. Just knowing that here in Toronto, like we were going into a second wave, I was feeling really stuck with that energy, really stagnant with that energy. And there is a difference between being still and stagnant. I was definitely feeling stagnant and stuck. So I went to an energy healer that actually works at one of the centers I work at. And it's so interesting because I basically, I was doing the healing session and my light body just projected out of my body, out of my human body. And I set the intention to myself just to remind myself that I'm not stuck. I'm not confined by collective energies, although I am part of the collective matrix. And just to remind myself that exactly like you, like I am limitless. I'm able to experience such profound experiences, frequencies away. Like I am able to achieve that. And I was just feeling so limited by the stagnant energies of the collective that have been happening. So I was there lying down, my light body just projects out. And I'm like, the initial reaction was like, great. I just like died at work. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, great. Like, what are my bosses going to say? They're going to come in and see like my human body there. Like, I wasn't fearful of it. I was just like, whatever. (laughs) Like, I just died at work. Like, this wasn't where I assumed I would die, but my light body projected out and just showed me almost like working with light, like the light element. I was just, my light body was there. And then it started just like flashing different scenarios. So it showed me in like this lovely, like hilly valley. And then it showed me in this beautiful all glass condo. And it was showing me like a gorgeous office and just kept using like the light element to show me different realities that I was capable of achieving right now even though I felt like I was stuck and stagnant. So my light body was just standing there in the middle and just kept changing the environment so that I could see that I truly am limitless. And I truly can experience all these incredible experiences. Like I could manifest those into my life right now. And the only thing, nothing, no, there wasn't anything stopping me. But 
I needed to be present in my human body, connected with my light body, just to realize that I am able to achieve all that. I am able to manifest all that for myself. And yeah, it's just a reconnection. Like when you allow yourself, like the session is 50 minutes. So I was just lying there 50 minutes, just being still, just being present. I had no other thoughts on my mind. I Like I just finished my shift at work. I was like, okay, like I'm done. Nothing to think about. Let me just go have this healing session. And I was so present there. And when you just allow yourself to be still and present and going back to what you said at the beginning of our conversation, just allow things to come to you as opposed to actively seeking them. Because there, it's there's no harm in wanting and trying to like affirm or trying to manifest. But at the same time, when you let go and know that you are whole when you're just being and when you're like you are whole with yourself right now, that's when all those opportunities and all those experiences are going to come into your life. So yeah, it just, <laughs> my light body just projected and it just showed me that like I, we all are, like we all are limitless and it's just it such, such an incredible, cool such an incredible reminder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love how you were able to picture like different realities and different choices of who you could be and what you could become and what you could do. That's just such a cool feeling to really like click in and realize, whoa, like in this present moment, there's an infinite amount of choices for me to make. And the more present I am to this moment, the more choices I can see, the more choices are available to me. And um, there is like, I definitely want to address like the dark side of, that realization because it does become a little bit daunting when you take responsibility for your whole life, when you take responsibility for where you are, because you realize like, oh my gosh, I am an unlimited piece of consciousness and I am the director of my life. I get to choose what I experience. Like I can't blame my conditioning. I can't blame my parents for the choices I'm making. I can't blame my environment. I can't blame my boss. I can't blame my friends. And you realize that like you take full responsibility for everything. And I definitely feel like the beginning of that is a shift and having the compassion to realize that like, you're doing the best that you're doing in every single moment and realizing that the choices that you have when you take that responsibility, even if it is scary at first, is so much better and like so much more freeing than living in a world where you let yourself be a victim to your surroundings and to like the way others behave. No, exactly. I, I completely agree with that. And just to add on to, there's no shame in being still and being present with the collective right now. And I think right now is such a great example too. Like I think as a collective, we're all meant to be here right now. Like our souls wouldn't choose to incarnate and reincarnate into this year if we weren't meant to experience this together. So although like my light body showed me all these possibilities that are achievable to me right now, there was also a sense of acceptance that I'm meant to be in this reality experiencing all these experiences, some high vibrational and some low vibrational right now with everyone else. So definitely an acceptance there, but also just an awareness mm -hmm. that there are more possibilities, like the possibilities are infinite, and I'm able to achieve them. But sometimes it's okay to just be still and be present with what's happening collectively, or even in your personal life too. You don't constantly need to be achieving and achieving and achieving. Like, there's so much greatness that comes with just being here right now. Yeah, definitely. How did it feel to come into that? feeling of acceptance it's like a whole body visceral experience honestly it was just like okay that's why like it was a resistance like I recognized that mm -hmm. I was resisting the energies that were around me right now that's why I was feeling stuck and stagnant and I was like no like just flow with them stop creating this tension between them when you flow with them that's how you're going to achieve more like that's how you're going to elevate yourself to the next level of existence. Yes, I love that. 
I've been shown so many times, just I call it the art of acceptance because I really feel like it's an art form. But just the fact that like, if something is bothering you and you just find gratitude in it and you just accept, this is the way things are. Everything is okay. It's meant to happen. Whatever sort of perception shift you can introduce into your mind to just accept the way things are. I find that whatever thing you were resisting ends up falling away or shifting to be the way you wanted it in the first Mm -hmm. place, which ends up being such a paradox and so different from the way so many of us think where you think there's some sort of action you need to take. There's something you need to do to change the way things are, but really the big power comes in just accepting the way things are and letting life shift Wow. Yes. Yes. Completely. Yes. Um, I do want to, I want to talk about any type of visitation. So you, you discussed that you've done some guided meditations right now. You're doing quiet meditations, but I know personally, a lot of times that I've done guided meditations, I've had visitations from higher dimensional species come into my reality. So I wanted to ask you if you've ever experienced anything like that. So yeah, I definitely have. Um, I have experienced communicating with angelic beings and just, I don't know what to really call them, but just they feel more like guides and kind of just like this higher consciousness that's guiding me along my way and just has messages for me. And I actually would love to share the way that I opened up to this because I feel like it's a very safe amazing, powerful way to start creating and start just being more successful and manifesting and I don't know, all that good stuff. But I actually read this from, it's a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I have that on my bookshelf, like waiting to read. Oh oh my gosh, read it. It's, it's so amazing. Yeah. Highly suggest it. But in the book, he talks about Basically, he would create this sanctuary in his mind, in his meditation, and he would set up a table and he labeled this like his conference table, his meeting table. So any any spirit, any guide, any angels or light beings could come to this table and commune with him when he was in meditation. So I've done that. I have this little sanctuary that I've created in my mind and this beautiful little table and I don't want to sound crazy but like I've talked to Jesus I've talked to Louise Hay I've I talked to Archangel Michael a lot like I feel like he's one of my spirit guides and I just leave that table open to feel everything because the truth is is that if you believe that we are infinite consciousness and we are all one, then you can basically perceive any being like dead or alive on this earth, out of this earth, on this plane, out of this plane. And you can receive guidance from those beings, whether it be your subconscious mind forming a picture of that being, or maybe it is actually that being. Like I haven't really dove into analyzing like what it actually is but the only thing I know is that experiences like that propel me forward and give me a greater perception of my life they help me just know what to do and have a more clear direction so um yeah that's one of the like ways that I experience those thanks for sharing that because I feel like a lot of time when we're in this process of like our spiritual journeys and awakening, we sometimes unknowingly call upon these higher dimensional beings and we're not, we're either not ready to accept them into our reality yet, or we're not calling upon the highest vibrational ones. And the idea of just creating a safe, like a table where that's the only place that you're going to commune and communicate with these beings, like that's so safe. You're protecting yourself and your space 
And it's just such an important note before we just like go out like in the middle of our room on our bed being like, okay, like, let me try this meditation and call upon whoever wants to come through. Like that's dangerous. And, And I would compare it to like our physical reality where like, like picture your house right now, like random are people you gonna invite strangers in yeah no. random people aren't gonna like come into your house so when you're meditating if you're just like picturing if you're not picturing anything and you're just in meditation and these beings are just coming to you like it's because you're probably like out in the open like you're out in the grocery store and you could meet anyone you could run into anyone but if it's a space that you've mentally created and mentally designed I feel like it creates a sort of protection for your spirit and your energy for like only that which you intend to happen to you and you do have a sort of protection over what comes and visits you because I do have a lot of friends who have experienced like lower vibrational experiences in meditation and like now they're afraid so this is something that I like to share to give people more control over like how they connect and whether you're doing like a silent meditation or a guided one always set your own intention at first I was always using like intentions that I found on Pinterest or just on Google search and they obviously first of all don't resonate with your personal vibrational frequencies but sometimes you don't know the frequencies that the person who wrote that intention or who's leading the guided meditation, you don't know what their frequencies are. So I always like before I start a guided or even just silent setting my own intentions, what am I looking to receive? I always ask that beings of the highest good that are here to support me and guide me come through everyone else. Like, I don't, I don't need you in my space. And it's worked. Like you set that protection for yourself while still being open and receptive to other beings that want to come through that want to share messages with me, I always make sure it is for my highest good, or if it's a lesson that I need to learn. Yeah, I've never thought about like, being careful about where you get your intentions from. I like that you like, continue to come to yourself and get the intention from like within you. That's really powerful. I like that. So I want to hear. I also want to state before I ask you another question. Whoever comes through, so whether you're seeing ascended masters or star beings or archangels, angels, I see a lot of animals. I connect so deeply with nature and earth. Uh, So sometimes when they're coming through, again, you don't know if it's your subconscious forming these images, if they're actually visiting you. But I always, I always, always, always just search up their message and their meaning. So for example, if like an archangel comes through, I'll search up like what their meaning is or if an animal comes through obviously like spirit animals I'll see what message they're trying to pass along to me so if you're not sure if you're like who is this like why are they coming to my reality did my subconscious just make this image in my mind just google it because probably there's some message there's some underlying message there that you're needing to receive and yeah yeah, I feel like sometimes I want to add this too sorry I just got so excited about this so um a thing that I like to do is set the intention that if I experience a visitation from an angel, an animal, that I will see something in my physical reality that affirms the visitation because I just, I don't know, for me, just like having the experience in my mind sometimes I just start to feel crazy I'm like okay because like one time I had this whole conversation with Archangel Uriel and after it I felt so crazy I was like I am talking to this Archangel in my head like what is this so I set this intention like before I left my for my day that day that I would see something in my physical reality have some sort of experience that affirmed the connection I had in meditation. And I remember that day I was, I actually, I was already planning on going to a crystal shop. I was at a crystal shop and the owner of the shop, she randomly was like, oh, I have to grab this book. I want to read something from this book to you. And I was just buying one crystal and I was like, okay, cool. So she went back to the back of the building grabbed her um her book and she read this message from it was from a course in miracles but she read this passage and she was like oh this passage is written on it was a certain number I can't remember the number 
And it had to do with the fact that it was Thursday. It was this whole complicated <laughs> synchronicity. She was like, this is number, I don't know, I think it was six, a certain number. But anyway, she was like, Thursday is Archangel Uriel's day. And this is his number too. Do you ever connect with Archangel wow. Uriel? And I was like... <laughs> This morning I did. We had a conversation. (laughs) Yeah, we had this whole conversation. So that's another very powerful thing. If you're ever experiencing something in your mind's eye and you come out of it and you're like, uh, what was that? Maybe just asking for more guidance in your physical reality and seeing what comes through. It also makes the days a little bit more fun too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get visitations from beings that I just, I don't, I can't comprehend. I don't even know what to Google search when they come up. Like not too long ago, I had this, I swear it looked like a marshmallow, but it was, it was oh, a, wow. like a bean. It was a bean that looked like a marshmallow. And I'm like, <laughs> what do I search up? So I did, I searched, I was like marshmallow bean and or like marshmallow alien and nothing came up on Google. So that's actually a really good idea. I might kind of ask for a sign or ask for some more clarity as to who that marshmallow bean was. But that's, that's such a great idea. Yes. I'll hold space for that too. I hope you <laughs> experience a new realization of the marshmallow bean. Yes. yes. And <laughs> yes. I know I'm not going crazy. I was like, it was there. It came to me. Yeah. What and, other visitation experiences have you had? Oh, so many. Not necessarily all through meditations. I've had a lot of visitations through even just like energy healing that I've done, like soul retrieval or Reiki, uh, past life regressions, obviously. Um, Who do I connect with? Again, lots of animals. I have a lot of like shamanic guides come through. I think that's a past life that I haven't really tapped into yet. But I know one of my guides when I did my Reiki level one, it was this old shaman and I want to say I get the sense because I feel so connected to kind of like the Amazon area so either Peru or Ecuador I'm thinking maybe even Colombia as a past life but this guide always comes through and he's so wise and he's so old he has like this long white beard that touches the floor and like long white hair and I swear he probably lived human years to like one, I don't know, 107, like 108, like he lived long and he'll appear frequently actually when I'm looking for some sort of like earth wisdom to come through like ancient earth wisdom. Um, Yeah, animals, I I have like a whole list on my computer with which animals have come to me throughout the years. I'm getting a lot of like mythical, they're not, I they're not mythical, but like mythical creatures, like dragons come through. I have this little fire dragon that's like growing alongside me that appears mostly in dreams now. Unicorns. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love, I love, I had not too long ago, some like sea animals come through. Like I'll have like a whale. Mm-hmm. I have been having dreams about like whales. And <laughs> so I'm trying to think I've had so many, so many star beings. I connect so deeply. And sometimes it's just a connection to my higher self in whatever form I want to appear to my human self now as. And usually like my higher self will appear as a star being, but sometimes she'll just appear as like me just to reflect back to me. Like I am already my highest self. Like she is within me. I am within her. So sometimes like when I need more like reaffirmations for myself and my life and my purpose and my journey, myself will appear to me as I'm meditating or dreaming, which I find really cool. Does that happen to you? Um, yeah, sometimes. I really love what you have to say about like seeing your highest self in different forms though. And I'm kind of just getting something related to animals with that too. It's just like, like what you said about you already being your highest self now really stood out to me and like bringing that back to animals. I feel like through just letting ourselves be is so powerful and comparing that to like your dog, you would never look at your dog and say, Hey, can't your hair be longer? Like, I can't believe it's not as long as like, the hair of that other dog that I saw on Instagram and my dog would be so pissed that <laughs> to him. Yeah. Like I feel like we have so many standards that we set for ourselves. Like you need to, I don't know, make this amount of money and do this at your job and do this 
with fitness and eat healthy and go to sleep on time and watch this video and do this and look a certain way. And it's just on and on and on these tasks that like this voice in our mind creates. And usually it's just you thinking you need to be something, you need to become something and being present with yourself just eliminates that voice. And you realize I am already whole and complete right now. And from that whole and complete space, you can create all the things that you desire. Just because you realize that you're whole and complete doesn't mean, oh, I just stop and sit on the couch and do nothing and sit in meditation. It's actually the opposite. You realize you're whole and complete and you become so entranced in this feeling of wholeness that you have the energy to actually obtain the things that you're wanting to obtain instead of going into the space of negative self-talk about why you don't have the things that you already have and decreasing your energy. And I Um, find that the actions you start taking become more aligned as well. When you're not feeling whole or connected with yourself, you just, you take action to take action and it's not actually aligned with your higher self and your journey and your purpose. So I found when I started feeling whole again and connected to myself, my whole self, I, all the actions I took, it's not like I, yeah, again, like spent all day just like meditating and doing nothing. I still take a lot of action. However, it's aligned and I don't feel drained after I take it. And that was such an important awareness that I gained. Yes, I love that. And actually having the space to be aware of how you feel after you do certain things, after you're around certain people, like how you can actually like see what actions are aligned based on how you feel. I want to touch on beginner meditators or people who've never never meditated before or people who have tried meditation and for some reason weren't able to keep up their practice. Um, Do you have any recommendations for people who are just starting meditation or want to get back into meditation? Because it is kind of daunting. For example, I know some people, again, when you don't have that safe space, have had poor meditation experiences. Or for example, people tried it for a week and they didn't see any type of difference in their well-being. So they stopped it. Like how do we get into or even like just gradually get into a steady meditation practice? And how do you stick with it until you start seeing results? I would definitely recommend a five-minute silent meditation. Just setting your phone on a five-minute timer and just sitting still and not even letting it be about silencing your mind, but maybe even at the end of the day, just making it where you review your day in your head and you just basically picture everything that happened and just go over everything and let yourself be still and just process everything that happened. And um, I wouldn't, like, I've had so many people say to me, Christina, I'm bad at meditating. And to that, I say, there's no such thing as being good or bad at meditating. That's like saying you're bad at sitting. Like you just, it's just something that you do. It's just a state that you're in. And reminding yourself that there's nothing to achieve. There's nothing for you to do. You're just going to sit there and be with yourself. Um, I I definitely recommend being a part of a community. I'm actually brainstorming right now a meditation course to launch in March because I found that when you're in a community, it's so much easier to create change and stick with the things that you want to create in your life. So I'm in the process of putting that together. So definitely find me on Instagram, reach out to me. I would love to help anyone with their meditation journey. It's something that I love so much and I'm so passionate about. So if anyone has any like specific questions about meditation or how to introduce it into their life, definitely reach out to me and connect with me. I think that's so important. I remember the first time I started meditating and really tapping into my spiritual essence. I didn't really have anyone I could talk to about it. And well, now, like now I'm so like, I'm so grateful for the community that I found, honestly, on the internet, like out of all places, like you on Instagram, just knowing that we've all like, we're all on our own individualized journeys, but we all share like foundational experiences 
that are similar. And like just the fact that we've both like remote viewed ourselves or we both experienced visitations during meditation. I know a lot of times when you're tapping into your spirituality, tapping into mindfulness, just being present with yourself, it can be daunting, especially when you start awakening and opening up certain chakras or kundalini and you start getting a surge of new energy into your body. You start experiencing visitations and kind of unexplainable experiences and just having a community that you could discuss that with is just it's so amazing and it's so necessary for our growth and our development as well yes definitely it feels really good to be able to share those experiences and to talk with people and to just be able to share everything that's happening for sure so Christina, do you have any last words or tips about meditation? Um, I would just say that it's one of the deepest ways that you can love yourself. And I just hope that anyone listening to this has just like, I don't know, just has a beautiful intention around their meditation and learned something about how to connect with themselves and how to be more present to the miracle that every single moment is. And meditation and being mindful and present, it's so innate to all of us. Like our soul knows how to be present within our bodies. Like our souls chose to be human for a reason. We know what it feels like to be connected with this human form. So just, it isn't as scary as it seems. It isn't as difficult as it seems. Just allow yourself to reconnect with yourself allow yourself to be present in this moment, be present with your own life, but also the collective reality that's happening right now too. And just be accepting of what you feel, what sensations come up when you're meditating, of what individuals, what beings want to visit you, of what awarenesses you gain. It's just, it's such a magical experience. I'm so grateful that I found meditation back in first year and yeah, I know, like, I'm going to share your links below. People could definitely contact us if they have any questions or want to join a meditation community too. But Christina, thank you for being here. This was a lovely conversation. Yes, thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you for having me. Um, I loved this conversation. It was so fun and so just like eye-opening for me too. So yes, I definitely enjoyed my time here. If you feel enlightened and inspired by the intuition age, I would be eternally grateful if you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. This platform truly allows me to act as a catalyst for expanding and elevating human consciousness, both individually and collectively. All shares, downloads, and subscribes help me distribute these divine topics to even more conscious souls. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you at the next episode.